Cop, it's <laughs> your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, January 27th. I don't know why I said Wednesday twice. Uh, I just I don't have a reason. <laughs> I just felt like saying it. Yeah, this is Wednesday, January 27th. This is season eight, episode 11. Oh, that's why I was actually thinking. I knew I was forgetting something. That's what it was. Last episode on Monday, I mistakenly said that it was episode 9. It was actually episode 10. So, yes, this is episode 11. We're cruising right along. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be at the same pace as we were earlier. We're going uh, three days a week instead of five, but, you know, we're going to get to 100 pretty soon. So, anyways, uh, yeah, today, today I think is a good one. I actually enjoyed recording this one. I had a fun little story about my escapades with shrimp. <laughs> You'll hear about that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I use that story to create an analogy for personal training because, you know, personal training is something that, you know, not everybody can afford, obviously, right? Not everybody can afford that. And I can understand that. But if you can afford it, if you're spending your money on silly things like, you know, things that are going to make you happy just for the moment, yeah, 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 you probably do have the money for a personal trainer and you just need to reallocate your funds. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not trying to advocate for myself as a personal trainer. Like, I'm not saying you need to be personal training with me. But listen, if you're having, if you're struggling with your health and your fitness, a personal trainer is going to be someone that really can change the game for you. It can actually help you turn and get get that one eight one hundred eighty degree turn. <laughs> Thinking of speaking of one eighty, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about how they had a 360-degree turn. I don't know why people say that. Why do people say they have a 360-degree turn? Like, do you not understand what 360-degree means? Anyways, that was a little tangent. If you're looking to, like, make that change in your life, you know, it's it's good. It's not just about personal training, you know? It's not just having someone out there giving you exercise. Personal trainers are really important, you know? They're, you know, they're obviously knowledgeable in their field for the most part. Uh, they're very, very good for accountability. And obviously, you can have a workout partner for that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, to have someone that's a professional that is uh, going to help you along and knows their stuff, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely better than just trying to do it on your own. So, today's episode, we're going to make the case for hiring a personal trainer. So let's get into it. Episode 11, season eight, why you need a personal trainer. Okay, uh, so I wanted to talk today about why you need a personal trainer. 
<laughs> I know a lot of people say, I don't need a personal trainer, you know? Like, you think to yourself, like, everybody knows how to work out, right? You know, and uh, for the most part, we do, right? For the, I mean, at the end of the day, really what you really need to do, I mean, I could put myself out of business, but not really. You know, all you really need to do is just, like, you know, lift some weights every once in a while, even if it's, like, just weights around the house, you know? And go for walks, cardiovascular stuff. I mean, you don't need to. Uh, most people that are listening to this, I'm sure, are not looking to be professional athletes. At the most, for the most part, I assume that you're just trying to be as mobile as possible and not be winded when you're walking up the stairs, right? So doing those two things would really just help you do that. But at the end of the day, it's more, it's less <laughs> the fact that you don't know what to do, and more about your willingness to do it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking about this yesterday because uh, <laughs> this is actually a funny story. So, uh, Thanksgiving, my mom loves to give me like food. Like whenever I go see my mom, I shouldn't even say Thanksgiving, but whenever I see my mom, she's always, always telling me to bring a coolers because she's got a whole pantry worth of food to give me. Sometimes even two coolers she gives me. And every time I get home, she's always telling me, Ah, I forgot to give you such and such. You know, she lives 10 hours away, so I'm not driving back down to get it. But yeah, she's always giving me like tons and tons of food. Uh, and um, I still, I'm still eating it. It's January and this is Thanksgiving. And I'm still eating. That's how much food she's giving me. So one of the things that she gave me was, uh, <laughs> it was shrimp. Right? I'm, I'm I'm a fan of shrimp. You know, shrimp are pretty good. I like to have them in my salad sometimes or, you know, put them on various things or you just eat them, eat them like raw. You know, those ones that, you know, those like with cocktail shrimp, those are good. So I get the bag out, getting ready to frost it. I put it in the refrigerator, not thinking about it, you know, put it in the refrigerator because that's how you defrost seafood for the most part. You don't want to, unless you put it under like cool water or relatively room temperature water you just you don't want to you don't want to seafood it cooks kind of fast and it gets kind of funky really quickly so you don't want to put it in like hot water and you definitely don't want it sitting out like on the countertop just defrosting you want to put it in the refrigerator or put it in like cooler water and let it defrost that way but don't let it defrost (laughs) that's just like a pro tip for you right there don't let your seafood defrost in the like just in the room. Don't let it don't just sit it in the sink. Anyways, so I defrost it. And the next day, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have me some shrimp. I'm excited. So I open up the bag. And these are real shrimp. Like real, real shrimp. Not like the ones that you see at cocktail parties. You know, with the fancy little tail. And they're all like split in the middle. No. These had heads, legs, tails the little veiny thing in the back pro tip another pro tip for you yeah that that vein thing that's not just a vein that is the digestive tract so if you don't take that thing out before you cook it you're going to be eating shrimp poop shrimp poop <laughs> so yeah uh, oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness so yeah i'm a bit squeamish about stuff like this i know i'm a man I'm a madman, <laughs> but I'm about I'm, some animals just get me a bit squeamish. Shrimp, definitely one of them. They look like bugs. Ew, no, no. <laughs> so 
I am like looking at this bag of shrimp like skeeved out. Like I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm like kind of trembling like, oh my God, I'm eating these. And you know, they're already defrosted. So like, I'm not trying to throw them away. And it was a lot of shrimp. It was probably like, you know, $30 worth of shrimp. It was a decent amount of shrimp. So I'm staring at these things, right? And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I just throw them in the crock pot. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I threw them in the crock pot. Didn't do anything to them. Defrosted them, looked at them, said, oh, hell no. Nah. Threw them in the crock pot. Came back seven hours later. My house is smelling like the ocean. I'm like, uh, no, what's going on? So I look up. I should have looked it up, obviously, beforehand. That's my bad. So I looked it up and see what, what, you know, what is all, what this is all about. And I noticed that it says, yeah, you should take that vein out because it's the digestive system. I didn't know that. I did, but I didn't, right? And, you know, I realized that the heads are still on there. Like, like the heads were going to fall off, right? The heads are still on there and I had to take the heads off. So I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm thinking to myself, like, (laughs) I wish that somebody was here to do this for me. That's kind of like personal training, you know? It's like, the thing is with this, like, you know, thinking about like seafood and stuff like that, you know, it's like there's, you know, there's there's somebody that's out there that does this for a living. You know, they cut fish heads, cut shrimp, you know, they cut, they do it, right? In fact, there is a, a specific type of fish they eat in Japan called the puffer fish. I think it's a puffer fish. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's the puffer fish. And this puffer fish, it's not all year long, but there's like a certain time of year where they get all these people, like usually like American businessmen, I think, and they come over to Japan and they try out this puffer fish. Why do they try out the puffer fish during a certain time of season? Well, during a certain time of season, this puffer fish has this poison right but if you cut it properly you won't get the poison however however if you don't cut it properly like if you're just like somebody that's you know just cutting the fish you could die like die from this poison literally die so yeah they have like professional chefs and they have like little competitions i don't know maybe they're probably i'm pretty sure they're pretty big competitions in japan because it seems like that's like a big thing there so they have these competitions and they, you know, see who the best chef, to, chef is. And like part of the thing is that like, you know, you're eating something that, you know, might kill you. Uh, I'm not, I'll pass on that. You know, <laughs> you never know. You gotta be, you know, like what if the guy's having a bad day or what if he, you know, he just doesn't like the way you look or something like that. And he's just like, you know what? They won't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the laws are. Maybe they might get tried for murder or something like that if they cut the fish wrong. But I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't want to play that game. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take that chance with my own life. So, you know, you know, there's certain, you know, not everybody can be great, right? Not everybody is as is, is great as, as, a, as a trainer or as a, uh, a cutter of fish or a cutter of shrimp, so, you know. But, you know, it's actually funny. Speaking of fish, I was going to go into the, you know, I was going to talk about this whole thing. But, you know, fish, is, it's, a, it's a metaphor for, for, well, it was a metaphor for fertility back for in the, you know, the ancient cultural uh, pagan religions, you know, like the Greeks and the Romans. In fact, that's kind of how they got the symbol of, for Jesus was uh, if you, uh, if, <laughs> so the word in Greek for fish is ichthyus, right? And if you sound that out, 
ichthyus, you can actually get the, it's like an acronym for Jesus. So that's how they actually got the name Jesus back in the days. But originally, it was a sign of, it was the symbol for fertility or life. So yeah, kind of in that, kind of it's a randomness. But it brings me to my point that like, if you want to live forever, you just eat lots of fish. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) But you know, honestly, though, if you think about it, life is really all we have. There's nothing in this world that you actually own. You don't own it. It's just like you might have your name on it, but you don't actually own it. The only thing you own is your life. And you, th- you think about it. You look around and a lot of people spend their money on a lot of things, right? A lot of things that make them happy. But there's not enough people, because I can tell you right now, it's like, you know, late afternoon, late early evening. And I see a lot of people walking to go get pizza. And a lot of people go get candy because I have a pizza place and a candy place. And a lot of people go in to get their eyelashes done. But I haven't seen anybody uh, even knock on my door, or even look inside here in the past couple hours. So, you know, like, I'm not saying that's bad or whatever. You know, it is what it is. But just think about it. Like, when you look at, look at what people spend most of their money on, and it's, it's mostly on things that they hope will make them happy. But... We all know what really makes us happy is a challenge, is progressing, is doing something that is meaningful and feels worthwhile, right? I mean, yeah, obviously you need to eat. Yeah, like (laughs) that's important. Eating is important, you know, but more importantly is living an overall healthy life. Because yeah, sure, you eat, right? But once you're done eating, you're satiated. What's next, right? There's more than just eating. Obviously, you want to be happier than just in the moment that you're eating. There's more than just nice shoes or a nice car or a nice house. There's more than things that you can buy in life. Now, obviously, uh, I'm a personal trainer, so I'm uh, a bit biased in saying that you should buy health. But in all actuality, that's the best thing that you can buy because that's the only thing that will actually sustain you throughout your life. And that'll help you live a better life, live a healthier life, you know, like there's different varieties of food and there's different varieties of exercise, but all forms of exercise are good for you. (laughs) You know, there's certain foods that aren't good for you, but all forms of exercise are good for you. So it's just something to consider, you know, it's like you want to just live your life in a way that is conducive to you living a better life tomorrow, you know, so we all know what to do. You know, I know how to cut the shrimp heads off. I know how to devein the shrimp. But do I want to do it? No, I do not want to do it. And I would gladly pay somebody to do that for me. And that's exactly what every one of my clients do when they come in here. It's not that they're like, you know, fancy or not that, they, you know, because this, like my, my studio is, you know, it's a small studio. It's not like a huge studio where people can be associated with it and say, oh, look at me, I'm at such and such, you know, you know, people come in here and it's like, we work out, it's a nice place, it's clean. But you know, they're here for themselves, you know, they're here, obviously, to hang out and not hang out, but they're here to spend time with another individual that happens to be uh, intelligent, if I do say so myself, and uh, charismatic, if I also say so for myself. But uh, honestly, like, you know, you can do it, you might not do it as well as you should. But you can do it. 
But if you really want to do it and not have to worry about it, if you don't want to be peeling your shrimp like I did, then go out there and find someone to peel your shrimp for you or make you do push-ups. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's really what I wanted to say today. It's just like, you know, personal trainers, there's a lot of them. Not everybody can cut the fish like I was talking about with the puffer fish. You got to sometimes find that, per- that's, that, that certain person. And, you know, maybe you'll never find that person. But if you do want to find that person, <laughs> just look around, ask your friends, you know, a lot of trainers would be more than happy to give you a, a free session. Well, not all of them. Actually, to be honest with you, most of them that probably don't give you a free session would most likely be the ones you might want to train with because of the fact that they're probably too busy with other people to be dealing with somebody that's just that's looking to kick the tires. So something to consider as well as when you're looking for your personal trainers, you know? So I would just say, though, honestly, you know, if you're not happy with your health, I mean, yeah, you can... Try to get the initiative, try to have the motivation to do it on your own. And yeah, I cut those shrimp on my own, but damn it, I wish I had someone else do it. And the same thing with a personal trainer. If you have someone that, you, that, is, that you're accountable to, that's a whole different animal, right? That's definitely different than motivation. Don't get me wrong. Motivation is, you know, it's great. And I see a lot of people that can do it on their own. I see people, you know, I teach a boot camp in the morning. I see people running on the trail at 6 a.m. in the dark, some of them without even lights, some of them with shorts on. So, yeah, you know, I see people that are motivated. But, you know, there's something to be said about accountability, having somebody you're accountable to, you know. I mean, there's certain people that just they don't care about disappointing themselves. But if they disappoint other people, it's a whole different ball game. You know, I'm kind of one of those people. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just me. I'm doing my thing. But if I'm disappointing someone else, oh my goodness, it's a whole different story. So, you know, I was, I definitely was better when I was uh, running track collegiately because I had someone, there's a lot of times I didn't want to go to practice. There's many times that I tried to skip practice, but I had my coach call me up and say, Hey, where you at? You know, <laughs> or I have my, my roommate say, Hey, you know, you coming to practice today? You, you, you kind of, we're, we're, we're heading out and you look like you, you, you still chilling. So yeah, I mean, I have people that help me accountable and, you know, it's not all the time that you feel like doing it, but if you have someone That'll help you along. That will make it easy for you so you don't have to think about the exercises, so you don't have to worry about if you're going to get hurt. And, you know, like I said, just give you that general overall motivation to keep you going, even when you don't feel like doing it. I mean, why not? That just makes total sense. So, I mean, at the end of the day, even if you don't get, like, top-of-the-line trainer, there's something to be said about that accountability. You can have someone that, you know, maybe – you don't have you don't have them doing crazy workouts with you or whatnot, and you just have someone that you can just go to that you know, you feel accountable. Or you know, if it's not a personal trainer, have someone that is your gym buddy. You know, but obviously, you know, there's 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 different realms to this, right? There's always different levels to this. You can go go and work out by yourself. You know, that takes a certain level of motivation. You have a workout partner, and that takes a you know a little bit less motivation, a little bit more accountability. You have a, a personal trainer, you know, and that, that's a little more accountability. And then you have like you know a top of the line personal trainer that might have a, a meal plan for you, actually have a written workout plan for you, and you know be charismatic and uh, an intelligent person like myself. So yeah, <laughs> whatever you choose to do, you know, go for it. But I would say that you know you, again to bring that shrimp analogy back for the third time, you know, I did not enjoy. Co- cutting those shrimp. I really did not enjoy cutting those shrimp. And I really, really would have paid somebody at that time to cut those, come in my house and cut those shrimp for me. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
Anyways, that does it for my day. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you share this episode with your friends. We can talk about this crazy shrimp story. And maybe you know somebody out there that'll cut my shrimp for me next time. (laughs) All right, I'll check you later. (laughs) Keep good company.